0: Good evening and welcome to Science TV Neurodigest Show with me Sylvia Muramuchabo, your host and my interpreter Maureen Maita. And today yet again we have the we have our therapist mr Irugo, who is going to continue with our topic of speech language and intervention last week we touched on the different kinds of challenges that our children go through when it comes to communication and language and we touched on quite a bit of uh areas and i remember i got schooled we all got schooled properly from our our guests And this time round, we want to go to the solution side of things. We got to hear about what goes wrong where and how uh, the communication and language challenges manifest themselves in our children. And now we want to know, okay, so we have identified the different types. So what do we do next? How do we intervene? How do we get children to start talking? Because I know we have the delayed milestones that come. So I'll ask Dr. Terry to reintroduce himself before he can tell us okay now we've identified a child has delayed speech milestones then what next
1: Help you my name is a Mo i'm a teacher i'm a therapist i have been teaching for the last 19 years so and mostly in the children in the spectrum so so cariboni
0: okay thank you so you had 19 years of teaching children on the autism spectrum disorder. So when he's talking, he's talking from a position of authority, a position of um, Experience and he's currently doing his masters. Masters. Yeah, he's doing a masters So we're we are not just talking of things. We're not knowledgeable about but yeah Our therapist you will allow me to call you doctor because that's the default setting for me (laughs) So he will be guiding us. So doctor tell us Last time we spoke about the difference between just take us back for one minute, yeah, yes. the difference between speech and language, yes. and then what happens when a child is nonverbal? Then now you can tell us now when we find out that our children are not talking at the time they are supposed to be speaking, or they are having characteristics of uh, speech challenges. What do you do next?
1: Yes, the the simple difference between speech and language is that speech you must. Talk. you must say something. You must bring the sound out. Mm-hmm. Language you don't have to. You can sign, you can write, you can use body language, you can use gestures.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, you can even use silent as a language.
2: Okay. But when
1: it comes to speech, something must come out. And that sound must mean something. Because okay. if you make sound which don't mean anything to the listener, then you are not Speaking or you're mm-hmm. not communicating, so that's a major single difference which is very, very key when you talk about the speech and the language. Okay. I know I'm clear, yes.
0: Now that now no, very clear. Last time we were hearing it for the first time because mm-hmm. all of us we just assume that yes. speech and language is the same thing. Now, something that has just crossed my mind when you say that clear distinction. Yes. So, when we're trying to get to a certain between. A child having delayed milestone of speech, yes. and a child actually being deaf. Yes. How do you tell it apart before we go to intervention?
1: You know, a deaf child or a child who had hearing impairment
2: mm-hmm.
1: mean the cause of the language delay is caused because cause of the hearing impairment.
2: Okay.
1: The other one, which is a typical delay, is not caused by any hearing.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which can be done by an audiologist to see that this child was not hearing mm-hmm. so this child is not able to speak okay. but a child who has hearing impairment has language
2: mm-hmm.
1: what they don't have is their speech okay. but they have language yes and that's why we say sign language, language not sign speech
2: okay. it's sign language
1: because <laughs> they, they have right. their language uh-huh. but the delay is because the, if you cannot hear sounds mm-hmm. you cannot be able to imitate them yes that's true yes that's true. so that's the main difference between a child who has language delay
2: mm-hmm.
1: because of other issues mm-hmm. and a child with language delay or speech delay because of their hearing impairment okay yes. so
0: once we have ascertained that okay this is what the issue is so yes. how do we intervene how do we get to help this child to acquire language
1: and or speech yeah. Simply, if a child, if we come to know that a child has hearing issues, and mm-hmm. uh, the audiologist mm-hmm. does the test. And they see that they need something which you call hearing aid mm-hmm. to amplify. Okay. They can even recommend some modification. Mm-hmm. So, if your speak, if your tone is low, then mm-hmm. they may ask you to increase their voice mm-hmm. or increase their tone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But mainly. If a child has language delay mm-hmm. or speech delay, and now let's hear coming out the autistic spectrum, mm-hmm. a child in the spectrum, and we know most of them the hearing is intact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we know that the basic foundation of language to any child is the attention skill.
2: Okay. So
1: we also have to assess the attention skills. Okay. When we see that the attention skill has issues, because if you have no, if if you are, if the attention skill is affected, mm-hmm. then what will happen? You won't be able to make an effort to imitate. Mm-hmm. And A typical child acquire language and speech through imitation. Okay. So you look at your parents, you look at your sibling, how they are speaking, how the mouth and the tongue they are moving to shape the sounds,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then you try to imitate what they are. Yes, yeah, okay. and we have seen that children in the spectrum, one common being, most of them, not all of them, but most of them, they have difficulty in the imitation skills. Okay.
0: So, the, the way we tell kids, Mama, this is Mama, then yeah. now they try and ape the same. The same. Okay. Yes. All right. all
1: right. So, if they don't have the attention skill, it will affect the imitation skill, mm-hmm. it will affect the listening skill. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it also have. Affect the turn taking skills,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which are part and parcel of acquiring language and speech.
0: Okay, so turn taking is like when they are playing or something like that, when you're like, It is your turn, or is it now okay in this context? We're talking about conversation. Speech, if language. I say good morning, they should know that's a prompt for them to respond, right? Simply <laughs> when you are
1: speaking. I'm listening to you at mm-hmm. keeping quiet
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I speak
1: you are keeping quiet. Yeah, that's not I That's that
0: I'm taking yes. in a conversation We are taking time. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's, all right yes. So, um, we have identified and uh, then that is that is the challenge that they normally have That's why we say they have delayed, delayed milestones yes. and they're having challenges. So what what like for you as a therapist? Yeah um, So how do you how do you help them now get out of this quagmire of not being able to relate not being able to take turn, not being able to articulate exactly what it is that you're saying. So how do you assist them to acquire the language skill? Or what, what what do we mean when we say about intervention?
1: Intervention. yeah. In, intervention, when it comes to the intervention of a child in the spectrum, is purely individualized.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One child intervention is different from an, another one. Let, let's let me give an example. You may get a child
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the spectrum, with what we call auditory sensory overload.
2: Okay, okay.
1: So he is very sensitive. He is hypersensitive to the sounds, so he is blocking his ears ah,
2: okay. throughout.
1: Uh-huh. So what do you do first? Mm-hmm. You seek the intervention of the auditory sensory integration mm-hmm. through an OT. Okay, an OT? Yes. All right. If the child does not have the sensory integration,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, auditory sensory overload, mm-hmm. then you do something else. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an... Uh, an example. You may get a, a child mm-hmm. who is like the high functioning,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whereby language, they chief language, and it develop just like any other typical child. All right.
2: okay.
1: Yes. Up um, to around four years. Mm-hmm. It's only at four years then you see that the pragmatic use of language mm-hmm. has an issue. Okay. So now, what do you deal with? You don't deal with the speech, mm-hmm. you deal with the noun.
2: The pragmatic side the of, pragmatic
1: side of mm-hmm. and what I say, the pragmatic is to know what to say, when to say, and where to say it. Okay, yeah. like
0: have courtesy of speech. Yes. Na, and 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 be able to know when someone is being sarcastic.
1: This yes. is how you're supposed to respond. Yes. And Making just for, jokes, telling jokes, telling understanding jokes, jokes ah, understanding right. the metaphors,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and sticking to the topic. Mm-hmm. All those.
0: Okay, so but, that's the pragmatic side. Yes,
1: of. and mostly it's happen to the children in the high function.
0: High, the high function in the the high autistic. Function. Okay, yes. question. Just one question. When you spoke about um, the the children that are their sensory is high, yes. and about an OT. OT meaning occupational therapy. Occupational for, the, therapy. for the for the sake of our viewers this, who yes. are not conversant with the with the with the jargon. So, how exactly does an OT play a part in that? That one is. Um, I'm a bit interested to find that out. Yeah.
1: Uh, right now we have come to realize that some children in the spectrum suffer mm-hmm. from what we call sensory integration dysfunction. Mm-hmm. The way they integrate this sense
2: mm-hmm.
1: or this, uh, from, from the environment is different from a typical child or from mid-jew. Okay. Sometimes they may, they may even react to the sense of touch. There are some who don't like to be touched.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, at this can be seen they, they also don't like to their their, their nails to be cut Mm is very sensitive. Mm -hmm. They they, they become very sensitive. Then there are some who are not sensitive. Mm -hmm. So they can even bite themselves Mm -hmm. and they won't even feel pain. So it it can go above average or below average. So now the OT, using their own knowledge Mm -hmm. and their own expertise, try to stabilize the way we receive Mm -hmm the stimuli from the environment mm-hmm. and how we integrate them in our brain.
0: Okay, oh, so yes. it's about just receiving an receiving integration, integration with the brain.
2: Yes, okay. okay,
0: there's something we call earmuffs, right? Yes, yes. Earmuffs are the ones that look like headphones for the sake of our viewers and to educate the parents who are out there. So when your child has um, the high sensitivity to sound, there's something called earmuffs that blocks out uh, excessive, yes. excessive sound, right? Yes. So that one is just to control, to control the sound for the children, or does it have any other special?
1: With it's, it's mainly, it's mainly to reduce because it can be overwhelming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because what happened, they don't know how to to discriminate, mm-hmm. what to listen to, like
2: okay. what to
1: ignore. Okay. So you are there, mm-hmm. you're in the classroom. Mm-hmm. There's a bar
2: mm-hmm.
1: on the roof. There's someone's walking,
2: mm-hmm
1: along the corridor mm-hmm. the teacher is teaching, mm-hmm. there's another child who is opening the book mm-hmm. so all that goes to the brain because most of them or some of them mm-hmm. they cannot be able to siphon siphon okay like for you you can ignore the car along the road and you and you listen to, to, uh,
2: to okay yes okay.
1: so you see there's difference between hearing mm-hmm. and listening we hear so many ah. things but okay. we need to decide on what to listen to.
0: All right. Now, that, was, that has been very well explained. Because yes. I was always wondering, like, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. Like, I would be going mad. I can hear every pin. drop. Yes. Okay, as I always say, that is a superpower. <laughs> I'll stick to my It's a superpower that they have. Because I like looking at the positive. But that must be overwhelming. You can imagine hearing everything. Then yes. it must be a while in your head. And you have to head. focus
1: on everything which you hear. It can so, be overwhelming.
0: So for, the, for what, what we're trying to do is to teach them to focus on what is present. It's
1: present. And it, it, this one thing whereby, especially some children in the spectrum, at, at their young age, you call them and they don't respond.
2: Oh yes, that's all. That Because they
1: are being way overwhelmed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, or you see that they are trying to ignore you sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. they turn. Mm-hmm. So it's just because of being overwhelmed.
0: So, so they are overwhelmed uh, with yes. everything that is going on? It's going mm-hmm. on. So you could be one of the many things that they're hearing at yes, that moment. Yes, sure, yes. So it's not that they're ignoring you, yeah, they are it's just sure that them. there is too much to handle, yes. to siphon what exactly should I respond to? Yes. Okay. And also, you
1: also come now also to, to, to semantic,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the first thing when we start to train the child in language,
2: mm-hmm.
1: especially the spoken language we go to the semantic. Semantic means that they must attach words to their meaning. Also, meaningful words. Meaningful. So if I say banana,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you must know what that banana means.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And the mistake which the teacher do, or even some people do, is that you force a child to say words, mm-hmm. but they don't know what this what word What this word is all about. Yes.
0: So that means everything has to be guided that conversation yes. when you're teaching yes. them. It has to be a guided conversation. Yes. So if I say I want to tell my son give me a book I must have introduced what a book is before before now I can start saying go bring me a book, yes. right? Because you I think you're touched on that is this is that is already a doing yes. then there is the book Which is the noun yes. so tentatively, how long does it take? for a child to be able to grasp all this when they're having the challenges?
1: It depends on the severity
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also the expertise,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also the teamwork between the parent and the therapist and the teacher. So, okay. And also the, the environment.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah. Define environment.
1: Yeah. There is some environment
2: mm-hmm.
1: which they don't stimulate the language. Let me give you an example.
2: Okay.
1: It's on You have one child, the Mm -hmm. only child, you are working. Mm -hmm. The house girl is not talkative or the house help or the house manager Mm
2: -hmm. is not talkative.
1: (laughs) So this child, he wakes up in the morning after taking the breakfast, he's on the TV. Mm -hmm.
2: Throughout
1: the day, you come late, you are tired, the child is asleep. That's that's scenario A, scenario B. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: A child with other siblings, they go out, they play outside. The house girl talk to the child
2: mm-hmm.
1: there are no much gadgets mm-hmm. in the house so we acquire with people before the other if all other factors are consonant i
0: think the one with the nanny
1: talkative nanny.
0: talkative nanny in the house yes
1: yeah. yeah the one who goes to play with his peers but no
0: mm-hmm. you, you give us two right the mm-hmm. one who stays yes, the one who the
1: stays
0: woman. talks with the nanny Talkin- the one who watches tv yeah, the the one because out of those two, I think the one with the nanny will talk about the
1: right? nanny and the siblings and
0: the siblings, yes, the siblings.
1: yeah. So it's yeah. about engaging them. It's about engaging them, and as you engage them, because even before they they talk, any mm-hmm. in any in child before speaking, before acquiring what we call expressive language, and let me go back here, language is divided mm-hmm. into two.
2: Okay,
1: there's what we call receptive language. Mm-hmm. That's one is you are receiving. receiving an expressive language. Okay, that means when we are expressing ourselves now. Yes. Mm-hmm. If someone's come here mm-hmm. from Embu, Meru, mm-hmm. Ukambani, and uh, they speak, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be able to understand pro- what they are saying. Are they speak in their
0: mother tongue or they just Yes,
1: speak? in their mother tongue, I'll be able to know what they are saying. Why? But because I have that receptive language, but okay. I may not be able to
2: speak.
0: Oh, you okay, so... No, there is a difference. Wait, wait. When you're saying, th- someone can come and start talking. If I don't mm-hmm. understand Meru, it will just be blah, blah, blah. Yes, right? for you.
1: Yeah. Because you have no receptive language. Yes,
0: towards that, yes, toward toward that, that dialect, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, but I can hear, but I just don't understand.
1: Yes. All right? But now, what I'm saying here is receptive language means that you understand. Mm-hmm. You're able to comprehend.
2: Mm-hmm. So if
1: I put a book, a cup, at a spoon here, it, mm-hmm. and I ask the child, book. They go they pick the book.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they cannot see that book, the word book. That means they, 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 they have the safety language. Oh, okay. okay. Now expressive language is that like, I pick that book and I show them that all this, then they say book. That but means that they have
2: expressive language. language. Okay.
1: But when we make them to repeat words mm-hmm. like a parrot mm-hmm. and they have no they <laughs> don't know uh-huh. the meaning of these words, uh-huh. it just become some sound okay
2: uh-huh. which has non- oh so ad- they're
0: just saying so they they, just the, the it. way we were saying the echolalic children <laughs> exactly. repeat things repeat because this. they had it somewhere they just yes. repeat and repeat yes. okay but I'm, I'm trying to just understand the way you're saying expressive so expressive is when they they respond to what thing that you say yeah, exactly. what about when you want them to express what they want you see now okay. this was you telling them and then they're doing it yes what happens when i am the child yes. and i want to say i want to go to the ladies the gents you know i'm thirsty or i want to change my clothes so what is that for
1: now when, when you talk about the speech
0: therapy
2: mm-hmm.
1: first you must know nouns mm-hmm. then you know the verbs
2: mm-hmm.
1: let me give you an example mm-hmm. what this a pen or this a book what am i doing you're writing book pen
0: <laughs> okay, that's how they take it in. Yes. Oh, yes. because you say this is a book, this is what I yeah. do in your book pen. Okay. So now, okay, what am I doing? Please. Book pen. Mm-hmm.
1: So now you have to show them that the action of doing this it's is called, called writing. Writing. You have work. Okay. Okay. This is a cup.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. The action of doing this is? Drinking. It's drinking. So now they can connect now,
2: now, now. Uh-huh. and the verb. Okay. You
1: see. So So one now you move from the mm verb, you go now to other abstract nouns, Mm -hmm. like the prepositions,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: cap one chair, cap other book. Mm -hmm. Then you go to the pronoun, Mm -hmm. which is a main issue. The pronouns. Ah, (laughs) my, you are, they infer them to themselves
0: i know i I was trying (laughs) i know i posted something like that Go. i was trying to i was trying to see if my children Mm. understand yeah our viewers already earlier said that i have two kids who are on the autistic spectrum so i was trying to teach my children that i am mom right but then i have a name you are andrew he is bradley Mm-hmm. So what I was trying to do, I know I had been warned about the, the preposition and stuff like that. So I was like, because I, I understand in their language, it is what is your name and this is. It's like a third party thing. It's never mm-hmm. I am, you are. So I was like, this is, this is like mom. I'm yes. like, mom is called mom. So I was like, mom is Sylvia, right? Then he's like, uh, you are Bradley. This is mom. I'm
2: like, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is sylvia so until i said um how did i phrase it i'm trying to remember but it was to me it felt very weird the way i had to put it like i had to turn it to his language for him to understand i am actually asking him what mom's name is yes. so oh yeah, so i said mom is called mom mom name is you know so that the, the way of understanding is quite peculiar so i asked him show me your brother he understands that yes. uh, like this is he can say this is andrew that is your brother so i say what is your brother's name <laughs> like,
2: brother.
0: so yeah yeah <laughs> so that, that, that connection of like the name and the fact that he's a brother just interesting it's like it throws them not that they don't know it just throws them off off balance totally so i found that quite an interesting yes. exercise pronouns
1: pronouns course, you may even ask which was this they won't say my shoe. They'll say
0: the name of
1: the person. Their name, Moggy's shoe. Okay. Yes.
0: They so, say Moggy Shoe. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. you you ask whose shoe this is? Yeah. Then
1: they, 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 they refer themselves.
0: Uh-huh. They, won't oh, they won't say I, it's mine. My own. Oh, oh yeah, right. You are They'll say Mar- it's their my
1: name. name.
0: Okay, so now should we adjust our language to align to the way they understand it, or should we just treat it the same way that they they, they are handling it? Like, because they they take it in that one-on-one, it is me, me, myself, and I, my name. So do we change our speech to to our special children to align with that, or do we teach them the right way?
1: We have to teach them the the right way because outside there, Mm -hmm. people won't be able to understand them, and and there's no why specifically for them.
2: Oh, so tougher, so yeah. we have
1: to try our best for them to understand. And once we do it practical practically mm-hmm. be able to, to to understand. And another thing whereby we, we they they have deficit is the question ones. Mm-hmm. The one like how, what, where, yeah. who,
2: mm-hmm. when. Mm-hmm.
1: So I try to come from school and you ask the child how was the day? I uh, don't uh, yeah, I have I've
0: done a whole time yes. of that. <laughs>
2: was school, it was school. We must
1: also train them Uh on the meaning of those how,
2: Mm -hmm. where, Mm -hmm. who, what, What.
1: when.
0: But, But, Okay, you know, for you, you're a teacher. I'm thinking the same scenario you said. I live in the morning, I go to work, I carry all the stress that I get throughout the work place. I come back in the evening, then I have to embrace this different environment right after,
1: after the break i'll show sure you a very good way of doing it okay using the toys okay yes okay oh yes. using
0: toys using you toys can use toys to yes. actually it's,
1: do it is very simple it's a very
0: simple. Ah, good okay at yeah. least we we'll have a practical lesson
1: yes <laughs> we know that auditory
0: mm-hmm.
1: they are not good so when you use auditory
2: mm-hmm.
1: learning part of it mm-hmm. we also make it more difficult okay. but if we bring things mm-hmm. to them toys Mm-hmm. something they can be able to, to relate with.
2: okay yes okay. It, it
1: will also make it more difficult okay. but if we bring things mm-hmm. to them toys okay. something they can be able to, to relate with. it okay
2: yes okay. it makes you
1: it, it makes make the lesson enjoyable mm-hmm. and you're able to comprehend what you are saying
0: Okay, so when we come back, now let's just take a short break and then when you come back then you can show us the short break and then when you come back then you can show us the different techniques, right? of how we can comes to speech and language at least we've been schooled on the difference of the two we have learned how to try and have communication with us and our children and the process you start slowly right yes. you start and you have to show them the things have to have meaning so it's not an assumption that they will figure it out so you have to really do it step by step for the parents at home thank you for joining us those who are joining us on facebook live thank you for those joining us at home thank you we'll go on a short break don't forget our sms number is 20 58 i'll repeat again two zero five zero eight you can send us any questions that you could be having and anything that maybe you feel we did not satisfactorily uh dwell on you can ask and we shall respond you can also go to our social media pages that is andy speaks for on on twitter and on instagram andy speaks or go to our Facebook page or my personal page, Sylvia Moramo Chavo, and we shall be able to respond. Even if you go to the Science TV page, we will still get to get to your questions. We'll take a short break and we shall be right back as we continue with speech and language intervention. Thank you. Um, it- Back to our seventh episode of NeuroDigest here on Science TV I'm your host Sylvia Moramuchabo for those who are joining us and my science interpreter is Maureen Maitha and we still have our guest therapist for speech and language Mr. Irungu Asa Wangi all right and before we went on a break he was trying to explain how to try and help our children gain speech and how to teach them how to communicate We've learned what the difference is speech and language. So we will dive right back in before we can go to the next question. So practically show us we are very ready to understand how to teach our children some of these things.
1: Good. This is what I was saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like for the nouns. For this, this is a cup. Yes. For this That's a giraffe. That's a giraffe.
2: Mm-hmm. Now if I ask
1: you, what's giraffe doing? Drinking. That's a verb. Okay. But you must acquire the noun. Before you go to the verb, okay, yes. so don't skip nouns and then you go to the verbs. Mm, okay, yes. Okay. So now, uh, I promise to show the viewers how we mm-hmm. can train the question words. Yes, that's true. Yeah. good. I can have, um, a demonstration here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is a plate, that's a plate, plate people,
0: remember? yes, and <laughs>
1: this is a spoon,
0: that's a spoon,
1: and, and this is a toy dog, it's a dog, that's
0: a dog, okay.
1: So. I can give a very short story mm-hmm. to a child that dog is eating mm-hmm. because it is hungry, Just Okay.
2: that, that dog
1: line. is eating because it's hungry then I ask the child who is eating dog what's the dog doing
2: eating
1: what is the dog eating because it's hungry yes and then now does the way you can teach a child the question was All right practical.
0: But how how fast will they take to relate? Especially the part of the dog is hungry. Yes. So how do they acquire yes. that? For like, if I want them to tell me as a parent, like, mommy, I'm hungry," because you see, this we're discussing dogs. Yes. That's a like it's a side thing. Yes, it's But a when side thing. it is them, yes. how do they get to comprehend that when you're hungry is when you eat? How do you bridge yes. that
1: gap? So now, from from using the toy, mm-hmm. you got to the story. Mm-hmm. The new life stories. Mm-hmm. Mom went to the shop mm-hmm. to buy milk.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, who went to the shop?
2: Mom.
1: mom. Where did the Mom go? Buy milk. To the shop. Where did Mom go? To the shop. To the shop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why did she go to the shop?
2: To buy milk. So,
1: now you use now the new life? Experience. Experiences. Experience. So, you still move closer for them to understand, and then now you can go to the Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, right.
2: but, so you, but
1: but you have to start from something concrete for them to, to understand. understand. Then, now you go to the verbal only, mm-hmm. with no toys.
0: So, like, when I want to introduce that, then uh like, Okay, are you hungry? Do I give you food? Like, mm-hmm. that's the question Are you hungry? Do I give you food? Or, like, let's say, let, do I give <laughs> you milk? Or do I give you whatever it is
1: that no, no when you wait. ask a child, Are you hungry? they mm-hmm. have to respond, Yes or no, or no,
2: yes.
1: It, some of them have an issue of whether yes or no. Okay. So you still have to train them the meaning of yes and no. A yes and no can be used in three. Your name, Sylvia?
2: Okay.
1: You respond, you say yes, Sylvia. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one way of, yes response. Okay, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh,
1: Responding to your name when you are called okay. by saying yes.
0: Oh, being called, like, I yes. say okay, Sylvia, then you're like, yes. yes. Yes? Then
1: another use of yes, uh-huh is for the factual matters.
2: Mm-hmm. I ask
1: you, is this a cup? Yes. Yeah. Is this a plate? No. Good. I pinch you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you say no. No. I oh, argue, you're me, yes. you me. Because oh, now I'm here, saying. yes and no can uh-huh. used for the factual matters mm-hmm. or, the, or for the feelings. Okay. So okay. they must know how to. But now when you ask them, are you hungry? That's now for the feelings. Mm. So they must be able to know when to say yes, when to say no, Mm -hmm. but don't take it for granted. Some of them may not know Mm -hmm. when to say no,
2: and when when to say yes. yes.
1: So you must also train them. So that is also another training
2: of yes and no.
0: Wow, okay. You had mentioned something um, like selective mutism last time. Um, Just expound on that. Like now, okay, we've gotten the concept of like how we teach them the language and receptive. And yeah, the, the the full circle of how they acquire the the language skill and expressive skill. So what happens to the children who one minute they will yeah will listen. Apart from the the being overloaded, we have children who you will call and they'll be like one minute yes, the next minute they're like I can't even hear you. Well, very well you can see they can actually hear you because there's nothing better they're doing. So how 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 do you deal with selective mutism?
1: Yeah, selective mutism means that it's a child and not only children in the spectrum who have the selective mutism. Mm-hmm. We have seen so many causes are various,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but selective mutism is a child who select what we are called selective.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One, who to talk to,
2: mm-hmm. where. Mm-hmm.
1: So, two things who to talk to mm-hmm. and when.
2: So, then when. Okay
1: and went to speak or to talk wow. so you miss this child at home mm-hmm. he's okay he's speaking mm-hmm. he's talking in school he's mute mute mean there's no word which is coming no, no. out <laughs> of yes, that child that's why we mean by the word mute
2: the <laughs> the
1: way you put mute on the tv uh-huh. is just
2: the
1: same definition, the same definition. Mutism. Selective. Mm.
2: Yes. So
0: they choose when to talk, when to talk, talk, who to talk to, who to talk to, and where to they will talk. So I can go to school and i am told this boy talks okay. When they come home, when they, they come choose, home. they're not going to talk to yes. anyone. Yes.
1: Or we have seen that this child only talks to this teacher.
0: That specific
1: person. That specific, yes. And now here the school now, see, because he's not talking to other teachers, He's 10 years old, so, so let's him go to the
2: preschool. Aha, yes, and <laughs> yes. Little
0: Life story. <laughs> okay, it's not selective mutism, but I, I, I have lived with that because also- Which is we, wrong, you know. We, 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 when you yeah. look at the social yeah. skills, I yeah. um, think some of the challenges we go through as special needs parents. Because this specific teacher is the only one who has a rapport yes. and a relation with, the, with your child, you find you when we're talking about integration I know it's a topic of another day but now since at least it came up that are some of the challenges we go through because a child is forced to stay in a specific place with a specific teacher for a while because that's where they they express themselves that's where they are different persons mm-hmm. who is actually very functional at that point so that which I, I concur with you it is very wrong it's because because you're encouraging that behavior that right behavior. You're, you're feeding it like it's okay you can just behave like this it is yeah. fine so I don't think that's that's something that should not be encouraged yeah then apart from selective um, selective mutism there was a question that had come in just in your first uh, moment so there was uh, we had talked about imitation skills yeah? yes when we where we did it so there was bubble there is bubble and unbubble all right then there we have children who just want to just read, 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 read. like yes. either read, 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 or it's called what? Let me just quote in quote. high affinity to written word. Yes. So like they, they just want, because this was, uh, this actually came into me through like a complaint. Like the parent was like this, the child acquires a certain thing, then like it's comics, they read anything and everything they decide we are going to be in the side of storybooks, the parent, like the house apparently it's a wall, endless of books. So is that something one should be concerned about?
1: Yeah, it's called hypalexia mm-hmm. and most of the, some of the children in the spectrum suffer from hypalexia. Hypalexia means that high affinity to the written words. Okay. So you compare the spoken words mm-hmm. and the written words, and mm-hmm. you see this child a two, three years or four years they have high affinity to the written words, mm-hmm. and, but not the spoken words. Mm-hmm. But which language do we achieve first? Mm-hmm. Typically, we achieve the, the spoken, spoken language, language before yeah. we go to the written mm-hmm. language. Mm-hmm. And these are the children who, when you go out with them, Safari SafariCom, Citizen, they've come even draw that, Zitizen, KTN, Science TV. I once they see it. it, yes, once they see it,
0: uh-huh. they can be to read it. Because they saw it, they read it. They, they read it. Read
1: it. And okay. they flock the magazine, you see them with the magazines, comic books, trying to read. And you look at them, by the, by the year, because I, I know about four boys I'm working with,
2: mm-hmm. by the
1: time they are six years old, mm-hmm. they can read a big novel. But now, the problem is this one.
2: Do mm-hmm. they
1: comprehend?
2: Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm.
1: able to read,
2: mm-hmm.
1: fluent. Mm-hmm. But if you take that book away, and then ask them, "What did you read?"
2: Mm-hmm. I can't. I can
1: And some prefer some books,
0: like a specific,
1: like specific. a specific topic. Mm-hmm. Yes, about the robots. Mm-hmm. See, a child has a collection of books about the robots. Robots, robot, 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 robot. robots, yes. Mm-hmm. Some maybe animals. Books of animals
0: and and science, yes. a, specific yes. topic. a
1: specific topic,
0: you know why I'm actually yes. just drawn yes. back, I'm just analyzing my son, he's your student, I don't know yes. what, what happens when he's in school, but the one thing I have noted that he knows all the television, you have just said exactly what he does, because uh, there is a day he was looking at the paper, it's upside down, I'm looking at it, like, what are you doing, <laughs> and it was very serious, eh? flipping the pages. But then the thing that, so long as he has seen, he will always... So when we are walking, when, when we're driving by, he will tell you, safaricom, so and so. Remember, he only does three words, eh? Has he improved? Uh, yes, I, don't yes, know. Uh. I know. So I know we usually have one sentence, like mm-hmm. he does one sentence. So by the time he spots it, by the time we figure out where he's... And he's very fast is very fast, he will tell you eight hey, KTN, whatnot, whatnot. As in Safaricom, he'll know that's a bank that so I'm like, so how are you taking in all these things? And when I try for us to like how was your day? Mm-hmm. Blank. What did you do? Blank. You know. So that correlation I find it very complex.
1: Yeah, because here your son mm-hmm. is a fish Mm-hmm. A very strong fish. Okay. Not an auditory land.
2: Uh-huh. So anything
1: which he says he sees
2: mm-hmm.
1: it is stored in the visual memory. Visual memory. His visual memory is very strong mm-hmm. than the auditory memory. Okay. And then now combined with and you can see something written is visual. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. That's quite interesting.
2: Wow. But if you read for <laughs> him a story and then
1: you ask some questions afterwards you'll mm-hmm. see that there's uh, some gaps okay. okay. because he's not good in the auditory oh, part of it. Yes. now
0: there is another one that i want us to touch on just a tidbit right um so how does this is the question so how does language affect the social skill and the playing skills like interaction with uh how, how professionally like how how would we say what percentage does it does it play in both um Interaction and, and learning, and you know, generally just mingling in, in society.
1: Good, and here we come here now. Mm-hmm. Another big elephant mm-hmm. in children in the spectrum
2: mm-hmm.
1: play skill play skill. Play skills is a big issue, mm-hmm. and what they lack, you know, play is. There are so type, there are so many types of the play there's mm-hmm. what we call imaginative of the play play mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the functional play
2: okay
1: is the social play
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh there's the play with there's the constructive play okay. constructive plays when they have blocks and they put them and they make ah,
0: so thats that the the, they construct the yeah they are so
1: perfect
2: mm-hmm.
1: functional play is like the ball is to be kicked <laughs> oh,
2: so the function oh, of
1: the ball is to be kicked to be kicked so so then they want to- that's the functional <laughs> Play. Then now we come here, cooperative or the social play, mm-hmm. whereby they have to play together with others. That's an issue. Yeah. Solo play? Yeah, very good. In fact, we have the best swimmers in our school. Oh, because it's,
0: because it's the only, like yeah. me and myself see, and nothing else. Soccer,
1: playing soccer means you have to communicate, non-verbal. Oh, yes, yes,
0: yes,
1: yes.
2: Yes.
1: You cannot give the ball to your opponent. And you have to be so quick to read the body language of them.
2: Mm-hmm. You are, you are, you yeah.
1: Yes. But in the swimming, mm-hmm. you have your lane.
0: So you stick to it. Like yes. the, it's one rule. Stay yes. here, get I,
1: there. I, I know a boy who is very good in golf because golf is a solo You win, you win. Solo. solo. You lose, you lose. Solo. So yes. it's your own. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's See, a me, myself, and yes, I kind yes. of a situation. But like when it comes
1: to the social games, mm-hmm. the cooperative games, mm-hmm. they have an issue. But now let's come to a child of one two three years okay. what should they have they should have what we call imaginative play, uh, pretend uh, mm. in the kenya we say Chababa, all yes. right that's like, what they
0: lack. oh so they don't they, what do you mean when you say they lack
1: yes they have difficulty in imagination okay, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. not all of them there are some who are okay but there are some because we are saying it's a spectrum right?
2: yes so
1: right. like here i'll pretend to be feeding the dog
2: <laughs> okay
1: yes
0: the dog is the dog is drinking, the dog yeah? is
1: drinking. so i'll be pretending the dog is, the drinking. Dog is drinking then mm-hmm. i take it to sleep <laughs> he sleep this is now is imaginative
0: ah okay so you yes. you have been being creative yes yeah? being, creative.
1: yes but in kenya we don't have the play the lapis. But in mm-hmm. another country, we have the therapist. The oh, the therapist yes.
0: for playing? Yes, yes, yes. What do you they, do? They, they, like they playing suppose. is supposed to be automatic, like. Uh, it's, yes,
1: it's not automatic to a typical child, but child in the spectrum. That's one area we assess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you see now, you cannot separate the play skill and the social skills mm-hmm. and the language skills. They all come together. They, they
0: all come together. So okay. if you lack in one, of course you're disadvantaged. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm still trying to think. Like there is actually a play therapist. So I'm yes. still taken aback. <laughs> I'm still taken aback by that because I know I had a parent complain that I took my son to school and all they were doing is teaching how to play, play, play. And you see, to a parent, that does not make sense. Especially, let's say if you have one, one, one neurotypical child and a neurodiverse child. Then if I take them to school, you're telling me they're playing the whole day. Like, excuse me, I'm paying you to just yes. let them play, play,
1: you, play, have play. You have you ever seen a child when they go for the for the to, for the free play during the big time? Mm-hmm. He's in one corner of the field, all alone, the, doing yes. his own things, yes. very comfortable.
0: Very, very comfortable. Yes. Mm, I so, have tried that. Yes. I have tried. I've tried yes. actually putting like it, it's football, you it's know, like football, and to kick the ball there. Yes. He looks at him like kick the ball and walk away. So every <laughs> other child is looking at me like dude we're supposed to be playing (laughs) but to him you see him he's done right he does not get that concept of oh i put it down i kick it to you for him it is a ball and he gets you know that, that attachment that they have so he picks the ball up and he goes with it then he decides who i'm going to give you see for him that is playing in its That's own playing, way it's but good. everyone else is so frustrated like oh my god put it down we're supposed to be kicking yes, it supposed
1: to be kicking so
0: to when be so when you're talking about play that that communication of body yes. language this is what is supposed to be done this is how you're supposed to do it like put it down and let's kick it, yes, kick it. so how 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 hard should you push a child to get that
1: skill
2: yeah or
1: what we do in a school scenario it's a traffic. You talk to the typical child Mm -hmm. on how to help this child in the Ah, spectrum. Okay, okay. Because the child in the spectrum may not go to to them.
2: Mm. But
1: this one, the typical child, once they understand, they may go now to
2: Ah, This child, it's easier
1: for this one who is able to understand, to go to to the the the, neurodiversity, yes, yes, than this one to go to to a neurotypical person.
0: Now, when it comes to that, so that, uh, our viewers just basically means we need to teach our children to learn to embrace the different children that we have. Because through embracing is the only way we will be able to assist them, right? It is the only way we'll be able to assist. So when you're seeing a child just being solo, it's not that they're being weird. It's not that they're being antisocial. They could just be on the spectrum and they need that extra push. They need that welcoming ambience and that welcoming person who will be able to tell them, yeah, it's okay, come and join us, all right? Now, uh, just one more question. One more question on um, the modalities of learning, all right? there is um different ways of how you've you've shown us the visuals
1: yeah the visual then you
0: said us repeating is auditory
2: Yeah, it's auditory.
0: now what happens to this you had just touched on this there's persons who want to touch everything oh, put in yes, their mouth because yes, yes. i know i was very concerned like at a point in time where my son was putting everything in the mouth and i'm like that's not like even when it's a sleeper he put it in the mouth and i'm like that's 30, and you know, you feel so scared as a parent, but that by the end we are finished with this. We'll be talking something different, you know.
1: That's the way they explore mm-hmm. their world. Okay. That uh, they are they attacked
2: mm-hmm.
1: In Fact, I do remember a boy who was a family friend, the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So I used to go out with him to the supermarket, mm-hmm. and he could touch everything in the supermarket.
2: Okay.
1: Everything this show to the last so going go touching touching,
0: everything 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 everything.
1: because that's the way
2: Mm
1: -hmm. he learned or he understood Mm -hmm. these things Mm -hmm. he he used the tactile Mm -hmm. to explore his world Mm -hmm. for you and me you look at something you know whether it's smooth or rough Mm -hmm. is it
0: yeah
1: but for someone Mm -hmm. they must touch
0: so that's their own way of learning, yes. and that's their own way of getting to acquire the yes. communication and the identification. They,
1: they, these are the children who are very manipulative.
2: Mm-hmm. Manipulative? Uh, yeah.
1: They, 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 they take something, they try to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. So we also call them, there are some uh, children, we call them kinesthetic learners. They like to manipulate things. They, they like to explore the world
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. by doing. Okay. Yes, but a very good teacher should use what we call multi-sensory approach.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, by when we say the multi-sensory approach, you use all the sensory.
2: Mm.
0: So visual, tactile, visual,
1: tactile okay, auditory. auditory. Okay. So you don't pick one. Okay. But in our school, mostly the teachers, especially mm-hmm. in the middle, middle level, they use the auditory that like the mm-hmm. child go to the class, mm-hmm. sit down, and listen. listen that's auditory mm-hmm. so if a child is not auditory learner mm-hmm. what will happen they will be left behind left
2: behind
1: yeah so then they need to balance if, if this child is official learner,
2: mm-hmm. there
1: are some gadgets now there's some youtube for kids if you are maybe teaching parts of a flower mm-hmm. why don't you bring something on, on the, and the screen? screen and then
2: they see yes yes okay. if
1: it's someone who is manipulative, it won't cost you a being to go and, and bring a flower. flower from
2: outside. Yes,
1: and then you bring it to the child, and then this are this mm-hmm. filament, this under
2: uh-huh. And when
1: they do that and they touch it and they smell, mm-hmm. they will never forget Wow. Yes. We
0: have been schooled once again. <laughs> so at least one greatest takeaway from today is we better learn to embrace. We better learn to teach the way our special needs children understand so you have to understand what is your child's style of learning when it comes to communication in terms of language and speech and then we just let them be and we encourage them and we put in the time and the effort right and also the environment let's make the environment conducive let's have that conversation and remember we were taught start with the nouns it has to make sense to them then go to the verbs then go to the pronouns pronouns.
1: then now you go
0: prepositions Step by step. Then
1: from there, now you can go to what we call Christian words. All oh, the question words. Christian yeah. words. Now from there, you go to other abstract yes, no. Yes, no question. One. Before you go now to the spontaneous yes. social conversation. Wow, okay. Yes. That's now the way now we are conversing. We're
0: conversing
1: more, one, yes. one. And, and we also must know that not all these children will get to that level. Mm. Oh yes. yes, yes. Not all of them. Not not all there. of them. But so yes. yes, not all of them. not, not all there. of them. So we must be honest, very honest. Mm-hmm. No, no talk about that. What do we do? Mm-hmm. And that's why we said last time. There is we can use alternative way of communication. communication. Yes. Well, that was we, what we were talking we about. We can still Culture use that sign,
0: sign language, uh, which
1: we call the magatone sign, sign language. Sign language. So we can use text. the
0: text, which is the yeah. use of photos to express communication. Yes.
1: Now there are some gadgets.
0: That, that actually teach yeah
1: yes yeah okay. a child can just use a tablet to communicate. to communicate yeah if you want to go for short call you just Show, and you. show you what it is yes, what it is so I mean,
0: these are apps on the phones. Y- yes and uh, yes yeah okay so at least assistive technology is helping us as parents so um we, you can drop us a message you will try and have uh, our therapist contacts just in case you'd like to proceed with these questions ask questions further and remember also our sms numbers will still be open and next uh next week we shall be still on autism remember we say we are going to break it down until we all get to understand it so we've done early early intervention, we've done speech and we shall be moving to occupational therapy both at home and what is actually done when they go for a therapy session so that it is actually a bit inclusive. You heard some of the speech actually requires the OT or occupational therapist to help our children. So for those who've been with us throughout the entire episode, we want to say thank you and we hope you'll join us next week. Same place, same time here on Science TV with me, your host, Sylvia Moramo Chabo and our interpreter maureen who's done awesome thank you and thank you to dr Terry, because he has schooled us Okay, he said therapist so uh, our oh, we love therapists want to say thank you and at least now i understand my child better and i hope you back at home you also have so don't forget you can drop us your messages on our social media pages also so until next time it's good night and goodbye from here